back with Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One and two and one and two and one and two and one, two, three, four and dip, 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 one. And five, six, seven, eight, and one, and two, and three, and four, and five, and six, seven, eight, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, rest now. Rest. Rest time. Rest time. Rest. Rest that old. Eight, nine, eight, five. I jammed my fingers on Reggie Cooper's shoulder pads when I was coming out, when he was coming out of the tunnel wall, trying to give him high five. I bet you did. Reggie Cooper was a was a walking muscle. Robbie Iowa says the tunnel wall is the best. Gives me chills every time. I was lucky once to get to walk it. And yes, I touched the horseshoe. It was completely empty stadium except for me and my wife who is an Iowa fan. Did you make her touch the horseshoe? And our friend who coached there the last few years. This was when I, this was when the last staff first got there. Never did I think I would get to do that, being a Husker fan my whole life. So I told him to, to, to look at me. Someone may have to cut the onions. What? I told him to not look to, oh, he was crying. Robbie, I'm sorry. Don't cry, Robbie. <laughs> thought it was Jersey. <laughs> he said, I thought it was Jersey Thursday and Fresh Friday. That's right. Yeah, tomorrow's, th- tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah, I'm going to get, I just told Bach, I'm going to get a, the, the baby blues, the, the sky blue Atlanta oh, nice. Braves jersey. And with a hat. Pecan Pie said, Prime is one of Stricky's friends. We know who Stricky is, don't we? Mm-hmm. Eric Strickland. Eric Strickland. Come on, Captain. Why you always got to be down on me? I just ask questions like everyone else. This is Pecan Pie, by the way. You told me to show my face because I thought because you thought I was Scott Frost. So I show up in the studio while you were on air and you and shook your hand. But now you think I am a friend of the black shirts because I remember him saying last week that he was going to have breakfast with some friends. <laughs> You call me out only. You call me out because I only send you one line text, and I don't put my thought into them. Well, now I'm sending a lengthy thought art out text. Sorry. Well, now I'm sending a lengthy thought out text. Or is this not long enough? P.S. Did you hear that Jake song of the day this morning? He played "Part Time Lover." Wow. Pecan Pie, no response. I'm sorry, buddy. They stealing our song, Bob. (laughs) Yeah, he still can play. He's still got his song of the day. So he still gets to play some music. The black shirt can't throw the bones. Huh? I've never seen you throw the bone. Oh, I have thrown the bones. Not since you've been on the show. There you go. That's how you throw (laughs) it? Mm-hmm. Did they did they did they teach y'all how to throw the bones or is that something you just learned? Uh, this is just something that's a good reaction in the game when you do something great, you know. 
Or you just throw the bones up and get back to the huddle. Throw the bones up, do your little swag, do your little swag walk and get back to the huddle. <clears throat> swag walk, listen, no more gritties out there, guys. You do the gritty, you do the gritty after the game. I don't think we do the gritty are during they, the are game. They, are they listening to music? <laughs> the no, music I, no, I, the music has been no, reserved I, for stretching. That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, if it, if it was a scrimmage just to throw their minds off of something, I think nothing's wrong with that either. You know what I mean? Because you want to, we want to see the guys who are going to be able to focus through in a scrimmage, maybe. But no, you ain't. You, you hear coaching going on. This is what you hear. You hear Matt Rule telling these dudes to do it again. Huh? I, I can't hear you because the music on. Huh? <laughs> what you say? What? You playing? Stop <laughs> playing with me. That's what I be saying. You said they they coaching, but they got music on, huh? I can't hear what you say, coach, huh? Yeah, well, that's over with. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So you got to think if you have four years of music in your ears while you playing, bro, you was distracted. Yeah, you weren't learning nothing. You you, you was... ain't learning a thing. So you thought you were learning something. So they're actually learning how to be football players from the coaches that are coaching them and the head coach is engaged in practice. He's not standing over there talking to people why some good practices is going on and the coordinators are running stuff. No, he's engaged. You know, he might stop for a hot minute, yo, 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 yo. but that's in the constraints of a, of a, of a, of a practice station. But when practice is going on, all the coaches are, are coaching. I that part. Does that equate wins? Absolutely not. But you know what it equates? Complete focus from the players that they're getting paid to coach. I like that. You call a guy to get better 1% every day. Every day you go out there, you get 1% better. Wherever your start point, some guys start at 25%. So by the time they get to 100%, it might be year four in their career. There's other guys, i.e. Dylan Riola, that may already start at 85%. But you got to get better every day. I would imagine that when we get Dylan Riola, I'm going to speak it into existence, when we get Dylan Riola, he's going to be a different quarterback from the day we get him if he plays for four years, then the day he leaves. It's called development. Here's my thing right here. Not not my thing, but my question. Uh-huh. You got the young kid from, where he's from, New Jersey or somewhere? The gunslinger. Is that Torres? Yeah. Texas. No, Torres yeah, he's from Texas. Texas. He's yeah. a, he was a freshman last year. Yeah, redshirt. He redshirted. Red red yeah. Somehow, if this kid beats out, the two that we have possibly starters now, and have a great year. I mean, great year. How did Dylan fit in? What changes? Doesn't change. None change. He's still a football player. Don't you want the team? You said it. Don't you want us to be good? Don't you want to come in and compete? Maybe that give him a year to to uh, redshirt. That guy's still a junior. So, yeah. you got to have, listen, the 
you have to, we know this to be true. You have got to have backups playing football. Playing any sport that takes a team, you don't need as good as the backups because if someone goes down, if Michael Jordan went down, who, no one can fill those shoes, but hopefully the backup can at least come in and get you 10. Yeah, but how you say Dylan, you say it's Dylan like there's no other quarterbacks here. The way you put no. it, like, like he, now, I'm not saying he's a day one there starter, no but you, you, you're saying he's a day two starter. That's what you're saying. There's one proven quarterback at Nebraska, and he's hurt, and that's Casey Thompson. But the rest of the quarterback, there's no other proven Nebraska quarterback. And if you want to really break it down, there's no quarterback proven in this system. Well, you, you can't it's say that. New. You can't say that. I mean, I can, you can say that Torres is not – not proven because he redshirted. He took that year to develop himself. So, you know, the thing is, now we see what he looks like in the news we're getting is he's a gunslinger. And he's, he's been a big a and, 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 but he has a big body though. That's the thing. I mean, he has that big pro body. Now, if he comes in and and and, and kills everyone in competition, hey, that's another thing. I like what you're saying there, but do you think that we would have went out and got a guy out of the transfer portal if we thought that we had some gunslingers that could get the job done initially. Well, I, initially. I, I really, and let me tell you, if he's good enough to beat out Casey Thompson and he's good enough to beat out uh, what's the, what's the Jeff kid's Sims. name? From, Jeff Sims. Then guess what? We should be good enough to win the Big Ten North. West. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm simply saying if he's that good to beat those two guys out who are proven with Casey Thompson, and, and really, uh, a Sims is proven too because he, he wasn't like he was a bum at Georgia Tech. He wasn't just a bum. So if he beats out two proven guys, who two veteran guys, they're both veterans, right, old guys, then he deserves everything coming to him. And I think we got to take our hat off to him and we got to get behind him as the starting quarterback, whoever that is. Yeah. And it I might, don't care who it is. It might change to, to his original question. It might change Dylan's outlook on it, but it, it is what it is. I mean, the, the more, the better you you can't put all your eggs into one basket. I mean, you, you've got a if you've got a good quarterback for this year and he's young, then, then so be it. And, and hopefully Dylan wants to come in and compete for that spot. Um, we've seen Quinn Ewers. I mean, some of these guys that are top end guys just want to go and start somewhere. So, I mean, it could lead to that, but you can't you can't operate your program on what maybe could be when what yeah. I mean, you got to go out there and and do what you have work with what you have. Yeah. The perfect scenario for Coach Rowe and the Nebraska Cornhuskers is to have a guy like that step up and and raise his level up and get a Dylan who I know is a smart kid. I get will want to play immediately. But I think the development, he understands if I can be in a program for five years, it gives him a better opportunity to be an All-American, to learn the system, and then compete for the job. I don't think Dylan is a guy that will run from competition. I just don't. I think that if you guys are saying what you're saying, then period, point blank, end of discussion, if Torres is the guy, 
then Dylan's going to come and he's going to push him because he thinks he's the guy. He is not going to run because we get a guy that we didn't think necessarily was going to be the guy and he turns out to be a superstar. Oh, now all of a sudden Dylan runs from that? No, you embrace that. We got to have guys that want to embrace competition, not guys who want to say, oh, he got two players there that that are good, so I'm going to go to this school because they don't have anybody. Uh, that, that that way of thinking, you don't want players like that. You want guys that want to come in, compete, throw out the NIL. So what? Whatever money you get, you get. But come into the University of Nebraska with the mindset that you're going to work your butt off, you're going to give everything you got to make sure that you play for the University of Nebraska. And you don't want to be given anything. Everything that you get, you want to go take. And I think when you do that, the mentality of the entire team changes, and then you win because you win as a team, not as an individual. One player cannot win a football game. And if you tell me that they can, you tell me one player that has single-handedly won a game by himself. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, Husker Army. Uh oh, we got some. We got some action. We got some action. Husker Army says, "Didn't Dylan run from competition by deco by decommitting from OSU once they took another quarterback pledge?" I'm gonna say this one more time. No. <laughs> if my uncle is the offensive line coach at a university that's just as prestigious as Ohio State, and they got a new coach that's actively recruiting me. That, I think, takes more – it weighs more than the fact that they took a quarterback. So, I mean, we'll see. But I doubt it. Very seriously. I doubt it, Husker Army. Very, very seriously. Another thing on music and practice, Anthony says. you got to learn to create your own dang energy, not rely on external stimulus uh, day in and day out. Uh, 9099 says, Real needs – to be an early enrollee. I agree. I agree with Farley. Torres is going to shine now that he is healthy. 2655. Dylan has canceled his planned visit to Nebraska spring game. Announced on on three. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, but he's, I mean, it's to focus on, it's not so that he can go somewhere else. It's to focus on, uh, you know, his upcoming season. So. Uh, he's still going to plan to visit Nebraska. I mean, the same it's the same school school team or teams group of teams that you know he wants to go see that we've heard about for the last couple of months. He's got a planned visit to Georgia. Certainly, we'll have one with Nebraska at some point, and you'd think that USC and Oregon will be in the mix as well. He don't need to come in the spring, eh? He can watch it on TV. It is a little disappointing though because we did hear, and, I, and like I was talking with Brian Munson, and I meant to mention this before. Um, Willis McGahey, the fourth, wanted to come to the spring game to meet Dylan. So you know that that it does uh, kind of change a, a little bit of things that they do. Just in, you know, and I'm do sure we know that to be true? True, true, true. What? Where did this information come from? This is from Brian Munson. So he was no. The, I'm talking about that Dylan canceled his. Trip. Oh yeah, no, that is it's one three. It is from on three, yeah, and it's uh, I mean, I don't know if it's, is it a quote? Absolutely. Um, it said announced. Yeah, well, they that just, means he said I'm not going to the spring game. It, somewhere. 
it in the article and again you got to pay to get to the, the on three articles so that's why we don't try to blow these things up but i mean it's not like he's saying i'm not i'm definitely not coming um it's just it says well, it looks like a visit's unlikely not likely yeah i don't know if i'm i'm buying that then you know that might be rubbish i shouldn't even have read it you're trying to spread uh i don't want to say disinformation because we don't know if it's true or not but i don't want to i i, I want to stay as positive as i can with this dylan deal Tommy says Amir Abdullah. Can Amir, Amir Abdullah won a Nebraska game by himself? <laughs> People could argue that. Uh, but what no. game? What game? Uh, there's no game that he could go out there and win by himself, but, I mean, the, there's a few plays that he made the, to the, extend games. Yeah, the, the performance. Yeah. I you know, I, I get that a player can win a game in a moment. I get that. But there is not one one player that can basically take over. I've never seen one guy take over a game. Sue. <laughs> Trey Palmer <laughs> took over that Purdue game pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, threw, somebody threw the ball to Trey Palmer. That's right. Yeah. So who took it over? Was it Casey Thompson and Trey Palmer or just Trey Palmer? Because you can argue that Trace, that Casey Thompson threw the ball to more than just Trey Palmer. Sue took over the Texas game. <laughs> okay, you, you might have a point that he Richard did. Glover twenty two tackles against Oklahoma. Okay, I mean I know okay. you have other players, but performances okay, like who else? that. Uh, Tommy Frazier in the orange around the the Fiesta Bowl against. Oh, stop it. Stop it. I was <laughs> the, there, sir. The run. I was there. The I run. was there. I, I believe you on things that I wasn't necessarily there, and I have to go back and watch to call you and say you're lying. But right now, I was at the Fiesta Bowl, sir. Yes, sir. Tommy Frazier had a great Fiesta Bowl run. He had a great Fiesta Bowl. Well, yeah, yeah, he had 200 yards. So, I, I Again, I understand that. Did Brooke play in that game? Yeah. Okay. So I'm saying the, a, a guy that takes over a game is a guy that goes off for like 400 yards. How about 300, like, 300 plus from Roy Halu against Missouri? That that was taking over a game. That was that's taking over a game. Yeah. How, well, well, you know what? What really how you can tell is go look and see what the total rushing stats was, and then after you do that, go look and see what the total yardage was, and how much of the total yardage. He he, uh, uh, um, a test for was his out of that. If Ray Halu would went for four hundred yards and we had five hundred yards, I would tell you he took over the game. Well, but that happens. But that happens few and far between. The next week, did Ray, Roy Halu run for four three hundred and some yards? No. Yeah, but that's 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 just saying like, save Rashawn caught two two touchdowns and we won fourteen to zero. Rashawn won the game for us. <laughs> Huh? I'm just saying. The, I, I'm just saying. If, if you caught two touchdowns and we won 14 to zero, what would they say? Rashawn takes over the game. I, yeah, that's if I had to. That's if I caught like a like a five yard pass and I turned it into a 50 yard touchdown. Oh, I made that, a couple that, that missed, like a mere boot. Yeah, yeah. You, you you're just a one yard line guy. You're <laughs> one and out. Amir Abdullah though I like Amir Abdullah though Amir Abdullah
Jameer Dillon did do some stuff and make some plays. And Tommy did too. Of yeah, course. punch, I'm not, punch. I'm not, I'm not taking that. Yeah. Miami game. That, you can say uh, Amir did he, he did that the Miami game. Yeah. But that but but that but but but, but Tommy in the Fiesta Bowl, that was a team beat down. Yeah, yeah, that was a team. That was a team butt with him. Yeah, that was a team beat down. Listen, man. Uh, 2024 American Nightmare Red Rocket Bill and Bennett 9250 Big Bird Clantonia John Tyler Kent and Lincoln we will get to yours when we get back 93.7 the ticket it is the captain show and I'm with the black shirt and Bach we'll be right back after these messages these streets be walking down the avenue crazy From Hollywood to South. 